Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast, will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. You may have heard about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees, but what about the snakes? How do snakes mate? Some species, including a few very big ones, can actually procreate without having sex. That's called parthenogenesis, and it's one of the many reproductive oddities we'll be exploring today. To answer this question, we've got to make like a black mamba, one of the fastest living snakes, by the way, and cover a lot of ground. Welcome to the wild, weird world of dual penises, delayed fertilization, mama python incubators, and springtime mating balls. Okay, let's start with getting together. When snakes flick their tongues, they're picking up airborne chemical signatures, like the pheromone trails made by singles in their area. Male garter snakes, house snakes, and racers have all been observed trailing mature female snakes with this technique. The strategy doesn't always work. Sea snakes, for example, can easily lose track of a would-be partner underwater. Besides, pheromone trails naturally degrade with the passage of time. 
But when partners do meet, the courtship rituals can take on many forms. A 2014 paper about this subject describes chin rubbing, tail quivering, and coital neck biting. In numerous species, male snakes compete and wrestle with each other for access to female snakes. For North American rat snakes, this can take on the form of each combatant rearing up and then trying to pin his rival's head to the ground. No snake has longer fangs than the gaboon viper, whose venom-dispensing teeth can grow over two inches or five centimeters in length. Come breeding season, the male snakes not only wrestle, but aggressively strike at one another. However, the snakes do this with closed mouths, keeping those infamous fangs at bay. When it comes to actual intercourse, two's a couple, but three or more isn't an unexpected crowd. Species like garter snakes, copperheads, and anacondas all form the occasional mating ball or breeding ball. These are writhing heaps created when several males all swarm over a single female in an attempt to mate. More than a dozen participants may be involved. The reproductive organs of both sexes are housed in the cloaca, which is a multi-purpose orifice located on the underside of a snake's tail. This serves as the excretory opening for the digestive system and for urine, as well as the opening to the reproductive organs. Incidentally, male snakes and lizards have two penises apiece. These reptiles are endowed with a paired sex organ called the hemipenes. There's a right hemipenis and a left hemipenis, each connected to one of the testicles. Only one penis is used during any given instance of intercourse, but that doesn't mean its counterpart never sees any action. The second could very well come into play if the male finds himself a second mate shortly afterward. The hemipenes are often covered in little spikes or hooks. These may enable the males to prolong sexual intercourse or to do a better job of hanging on to their partners doing it. Not always an easy feat for legless animals. Also, to improve his chances of siring offspring, a male red-sided garter snake, for example, will clog his partner's cloaca by secreting a thick gelatinous plug. A temporary barrier, the plug keeps his sperm from spilling out, and it blocks rival males from leaving their sperm behind. Meanwhile, female snakes can, using pockets of folded tissue, keep sperm isolated, but still viable, inside their bodies for very long periods of time, proactively choosing when to let them fertilize her eggs. In 2005, a western diamondback rattlesnake, who had been living alone in captivity, rendered herself pregnant and gave birth to a litter of offspring. To accomplish this, the mother reptile used sperm she'd held onto for about six years. Sometimes, male snakes aren't needed for reproduction at all. This has been observed in the green anaconda, which is the world's heaviest snake, weighing upward of 440 pounds, that's 200 kilos. Genetic testing reveals that female green anaconda can practice parthenogenesis, impregnating themselves with no male contact whatsoever. And Burmese pythons, those extra-large snakes that have become notorious in recent years for successfully invading the Florida Everglades, might be able to pull off the same feat. Here's a key difference between pythons and anacondas, though. The former lay eggs, while the latter give birth to live young. Other live-bearing serpents include rattlesnakes and garter snakes. Upon laying a fresh batch of eggs, a mother python will wrap her body around it. 
That loving squeeze keeps the clutch from losing too much water and promotes healthy yolk development. Very frequently, the devoted parent remains coiled until the eggs hatch. And king cobra mothers painstakingly build nests for their eggs out of sticks and bamboo leaves, a unique behavior among snakes. The finished nests can be as big as four feet, over one meter in diameter. Egg-sitting is one thing, but it's pretty rare for snakes to take care of their actual babies. Female pit vipers thus deserve special recognition. Multiple species of these venomous reptiles are now known to watch over their newborn progeny for several days after the little snakes first come into the world. Today's episode is based on the article Ever Wondered How Snakes Mate? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Mark Mancini. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how 320-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.